Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of How to Scale Your Business. Today on the podcast, I have Bobby Bruno, co-founder of Creative Avocado. How you doing, Bobby? Can't complain. Happy to be here, man. Awesome, awesome. Super happy for you to be here as well. So let's get right into it. Tell us about Creative Avocado, what you do, what's the day-to-day, what's going on? So Creative Avocado actually started based on our success for work where I work now, actually. So it's like I'm in between running the agency with my partner and then also working at the company that like allowed us to gather that experience and get our track record together. Um, But for Creative Avocado right now, the beginning stages, there's a lot of running around. There's a lot of phone calls. You know, we we really get close with our clientele. So we're always on WhatsApp. We're a voice note away from from anyone who needs us at any time of day or night. It doesn't really matter. Um, and I think they can tell that. And so we'll we'll always be on WhatsApp. We're always available. So, so our level of service in terms of like solving problems and being there when needed, I think that's something that's really helping us with our word of mouth clients because the word just keeps spreading and it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, and we're excited to see what comes in 2024. Cool, cool. Can you tell us a little bit more about the services that you offer and what you've been working on? Yeah, so we're a full-scale like digital marketing agency. So we're doing everything from Google ads, email marketing, SEO, Bing ads. You know, We help clients get set up on third-party marketplaces as well, like Amazon, Walmart. We're also their problem solvers. So we become like those go-to guys in the company. And like whenever there's a problem with the website, whenever there's an issue with Amazon, they've taken down some products, things like that. It's like, okay, how can we get it back up as soon as possible, as affordable as possible as well? So that's something that we we like the high energy of like what we do working with these clients and being able to be in touch with them like that. Um, then there's, you know, we we're working with uh here's an example, holy jerky. When they first started out, it's like a it's a kosher jerky brand. They were maybe doing 100k a year. They came to us. We, you know, we wanted to get our foot in the door. We're like, listen, you have some traffic. Let us show you what we can do with our email marketing. We'll just set up some flows, four basic flows. We'll do it as basic as possible so it's cost effective. They bite, and now they went from 100,000 to I believe 400,000 a year because they've seen what those flows can do. They're like, all right, give us more email work, give us SEO work as well, and they they kind of just. 3x their business within like seven months. So things like that are pretty exciting, especially when you get the client who's ready to work with you, right? There's people who are like, okay, you need to prove yourself. I'm like, but then there's clients who are more, I understand you know what you're doing because you've done it before. So how much is it going to cost for you to do that again? Those are the people I love because they let you move fast and they let us stay nimble and we can get them to the success that they're looking for quicker than most other agencies where there's all these protocols and sign-offs that people have to go through. So that's always exciting to move with people who understand and have an idea of who we are and what we've done already. It opens a lot more doors for us. Right, right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And can you just walk us through like the overall business strategy a little bit? For creative avocado? Yeah. Yeah. So business strategy right now, uh, if you've had a chance to look at our website, creativeavocado.io, we're still building it out. We're taking, we're moving extremely slow on our own like website. We're not even driving leads to our website yet. 
So we're taking the utmost time and making sure that it has the most care because all that energy is going into our clients. So we've found ourselves in a fortunate position where uh, the work that we've been putting out for our clients is so good that everything that keeps coming in is word of mouth. So every time we get on a new call with someone else, it's like, listen, I know who you guys are. I know what you've done. Uh, take a look at this website. Take a look at my analytics. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what I need to do to get to where I want to go. So the strategy in terms of driving leads, it's all just making sure that the work that we put out there is top tier. Cool. Cool. And, you know, the digital space is ever changing. What kind of, what kind of changes have you guys made over the last couple of years to help adapt? Especially I know, uh, you know, with iOS 14.5 that, that hurt a lot of e-commerce companies. What's, what's some things that you guys have done recently to kind of get through those, those hard times and, you know, fight the changes that are happening every day. So iOS 14.5, and then there was actually iOS 15 launched recently too. Um, a lot of that, has to do with tracking. You know, the best we can do right now is just use our conversion API from Facebook and make sure that's installed in the other the back end of the website. But then there's also in terms of email, people who use cloud mail and people who have a lot of cloud mail subscribers need to be wary that those open rates are going to be inflated for cloud mail because they have robot openers now. So every cloud mail receiver, it's going to count as an open. Now you need to pay more attention to your click rate because that can't be done by the machine. So that's going to be more accurate than your open rate. Some people who don't have a lot of cloud mail subscribers, we we also just exclude them entirely from receiving emails. Um, it's not much of a loss, especially if you can check their engagement and see if they're actually participating in, in communications with your business. Cool, cool. And, you know, especially in the last couple of months with the, you know, I, I guess last six to eight months, the emergence of AI, right? It's becoming huge. Are you guys using any AI in your business to help scale it up right now or have any plans in the future? So as far as AI goes, it is like a nice, healthy start to getting things done. Um, and like with copywriting, whether that be for emails, whether that be for blog posts, but we're still very hands-on. So, and we've we've seen that, AI can be helpful, but there's a lot of fluff. And I've seen a lot of websites out there that create content. There's no unique touch to it. There's no professional touch to it. They're really lacking some important details that like anyone from anywhere, from any background can write about just by doing some Google searches and they put nonsense together at the, the lack of better words. So we like really enjoy having a more hands-on feeling. If we have to write for a specific item, we do heavy research, not only online, but we talk to the people behind the scenes who make it. We get quotes from them. We get more information from them. Details that you can't necessarily find with AI. Like there, that there's that certain human touch that someone who's at a, like a master level of what they do, they understand. Right, right. I totally agree. I I, I get what you're saying. You know, I've, I've seen the same thing, um, but yeah. In, in a different vein, too, I, I kind of want to go into next, like, what kind of obstacles and challenges have you guys been facing, you know, with Creative Avocado? Challenges and obstacles that we've been facing with Creative Avocado. In terms of, like, the market or just in general? Just in general. I mean, it could be from the last week or so, maybe a problem you guys had to overcome or the last month or so, something that you guys solved and you're pretty proud of. Anything like that. 
okay. Let me see here. Maybe a difficulty a client was having and, and you solved it for them. You could go, you could go that route too. Difficulty a client was having, we solved it for them. Oh, so there was actually once where we dealt with this client we for SEO and he didn't grasp the, the methodology of SEO, even though we did prepare like the proper slides for him to review. Um, so he was stuck on a specific keyword and he wanted to know, I only want to know about this keyword, what's ranking, what's not ranking, how is it fluctuating? Why is it fluctuating? Right. But this is the land, this is like the nature of the beast. Like things are going to fluctuate on Google SERPs, regardless of what we do. Um, but hopefully it's, it's trending upward and it was trending upward, but because SEO as a, as a package deal, you know, comes from like, you have to build the foundation first, make sure every on-site element is proper, your, your meta tags, all these details. And then from there, you can start building and focusing on expanding into other search terms. He was such in a rush to get there to that one specific keyword that he ignored everything else. Keep in mind, not only was his organic traffic continuing to increase, but so was his revenue. But he's like, listen, if you can't provide this certain level of tracking and like monitoring for me, we can't work together. So that's something that we've continued to, to focus on and continue to try like, okay, listen to all these complaints, listen to all these concerns that people are having. How can we make the next report better and better? We, we're on AA Trust now, we're using their like keyword tracker and we're making sure like, okay, send me the list of the keywords that you believe are the most important to you. We'll include that in our keyword tracking. This way you always have that information at your fingertips. Yeah, it's interesting too, because it's not always the keywords that they think are the most interesting or the most important. There's so many keywords out there that could also be relevant to their business that they wouldn't even know about. Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's um sometimes it's not what you give but it's how you give it so i guess the way that we delivered the information didn't tick that box for him where it's like okay i understand this is not actually what i should be focusing on i should be focusing on the bigger picture so that's something that we're trying to improve on being able to get people to open up and see like it as a whole thing it's not just one thing and if you were to remain open a lot more opportunities will come that way. Got it. Got it. And can you just tell me a little bit, maybe some of the KPIs you guys are tracking? I know you guys mentioned, you know, you do email, you do SEO. Is there, is there anything specific that you guys are tracking? For that's, that's a, that's a, that's quite a question. There's KPIs for like every, every different channel and every channel has different KPIs. So if I were to sum that all up, the main thing that we pay attention to is revenue. So even if, you know, the open rates aren't good, a lot of the time I'm discovering that business owners and the decision makers within the companies, they don't really care about the open rate. They want to know, am I getting sales? They don't really care about the click rate. They want to know, am I getting sales? So that's, I try to keep that as my top priority sales. And to get those sales, I have to, for me personally, and for Creative Avocado, we need to pay attention to the open rate, to the click rate, and make sure that it's doing what it needs to do to get that revenue number that they care about. Right, right. So there's all those upstream metrics, but at the bottom line, people 
you know, they just want to see the revenue. So I get it. Yeah. I completely understand. Um, tell me a little bit about your partnership. That's great. It's great. I freaking love this dude. We yeah. Well, how to get started, you know, tell me, you know, elaborate on that. Give me a little more. Yeah. So we actually work together uh, at a wholesale store. It's like all e-commerce. I've taken the annual revenue for this wholesale sites from 2.5 million to 7 million annually within two years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so proud of that. Honestly. He, my partner, he also works here. He took the third-party marketplace sites from four to 12 in two years. So we looked at each other because we sit next to each other in the office. And we're like, you're good at this. I'm like, yeah, I am. You're good at this too. Let's be good at this together. And so we put our heads together and now we offer like what we do for work, but now we offer it to other businesses who are looking to find the same experience and growth and it's cost effective too for them. Uh, and so from that, I guess, because we have so much value, we see so much value in each other that it's it's just like a partnership, but it's also like a nice friendship. I'd come in the office, I'd be like, what's cooking, good looking? Like, this is how we talk to each other, you know, like like the bros team, things like that. Yep. So it's really cool. Um, always transparent with each other. So a lot of back and forth with he'll handle some clients, like the communications I have to handle the others. And then we have to rendezvous and like, okay, this is what's going on on my end. This is what's going on on my end. We did have some difficulties at some point, like with each other, we like butt heads a little bit, but I guess that's a given, you know, we both have a competitive nature because we want to win. We want to do well. And, but we, we actually work through that pretty quickly. Whenever we get into something, he's a very understanding person, really cool to work with. Cool. Cool. And, uh, I guess my last question is, uh, what, what, what advice would you give to someone that's trying to succeed in, in this industry? What advice would I give to someone trying to succeed in this industry? Definitely learn how to communicate and understand uh, that's that's going to be a huge. I've seen it where people are asking for something and it's pretty clear, but it's not understood. So someone else is pushing for what they want instead. So you got to make that space to hear and understand the other person. Super important. The next thing I would do is like never stop learning. Like, so even if you don't have something going on, something to work on, pick up a project relevant to what you're doing. And just do that. Like you have a lot of time in the day. And I know this because people are probably watching Netflix. Like replace some of that with like, okay, let me work on this project just to work on it. You know, take on this challenge just to challenge myself. So that's going to be a huge help because one day it's going to be relevant. You're going to need it in the real world. And you'll be like, oh, well, you know, after my peanut butter and jelly, I was just working on this project for fun. So I know how to do this already. Let's take care of business. That's solid advice. That's that's great. That's great. Um, Bobby, I just want to say thank you for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you or, you know, if you have any offers that, you know, you're currently running? So, I mean, we're, we're taking on new clients. We don't have any special offers now, but come talk to us. You know, we'll definitely work with you and see what we can do for you. Then you can always get in touch with me at Bobby at creativeavocado.io. And if you wanted to go take a look at our website that's creativeavocado.io great 
Thank you so much for being on the show today, Bobby. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me.